eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tuesday, January the 20th, 2023. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. Those of you joining us on YouTube, Twitter, or Facebook Live can see the triumphant return of Steve Wolfong working up until he has to speak. He gives till it hurts. That's his motto. We are thrilled to have him back. Going to handle some quick house cleaning stuff here. I first have to thank all of our listeners and subscribers. If you are not subscribed to the podcast or the YouTube page, I need you to go do that right now. As I mentioned, we are locked in a battle with the Michigan site to see which podcast will get the most YouTube subscribers. Little did I know that Georgia is coming up in the back straight to try and make a run at us here. So Let's go national. Let's beat every site in the network and have more YouTube subscribers. Once again, I don't know why that's important. I just know that it is. Bosses like Steve Wolfong come down on us hard for this type of information. Also, I have to say, if you are in the Dayton area going forward, all the best deli has opened, owned by Mr. Bucknuts, in my opinion, the best Jewish deli in the Midwest. It was incredible last night. I was there for the VIP opening. It should be a standard visit for everybody. Pastrami sandwich, pastrami, and rye. That's how it should be. No mustard, no cheese, no need. And everything else is the best thing you ever had. Also, camp today. Bill Curlick will be there. Mark Porter will be there. Pat Murphy will be there with bells on. So we will get a complete report on that. Steve, how are you? How was your Father's Day? How was your trip out west? Are you feeling better, relaxed, and refreshed? Never relax, never refresh, but feeling all right. Uh, you know, the dead period is almost upon us. It's Tuesday. Is that a vacation time for the Wiltfongs again, I hope? No, um, because we got to get through commitment season. But okay. at least we are not held, you know, at least there's not a million visits happening every weekend after this weekend. 
I got to admit, you have been all over it. There are times when I see your byline come up routinely, and I think to myself, dude cannot be loving life right now. He is working himself to the bone, as is our guys like Bill Curley. But this is tax season for you guys. It's hot. And so I want to go over, I mean, the, the coverage you and Steve, uh, you and Steve, you and uh, Bill did from the weekend is tremendous. How you, how you bi-coastaled it yourself uh, from the Midwest in California, still breaking down what happened for the Buckeyes. So let's talk about, I kind of got the show broke, broken up into three parts here. We're going to talk about the guys who were here, um, the two guys from Ohio that Michigan and Ohio State both want that everyone wants to talk about and we are legally obligated to comment on, and then we will finish with kind of a, as deep a dive as possible as we can do on Aaron Nolan. I'm sure many of you have watched the sit-downs he did with Steve and the great Josh Pate out there, so we will get into that. But first, I want to start with K.J. Bolden. Um, I'll admit I had given up on K.J. Bolden as much as I wanted him in the class and how good he was, and he was related to Perry, Perry Eliano, et cetera. Kind of felt like that ship had sailed. Now, that's just me. He was here this weekend, and I do feel, based on what you've written, that they are either still in the mix or re-entered the mix. Bring us up to speed, please. Well, I talked to KJ, and then I talked to his father regarding this past weekend's visit, you know, and, and KJ said that his experience in Columbus was amazing. He enjoyed himself this weekend. Ohio State has a great culture that's built around family, brotherhood, and development. He met with Chase Young and was able to speak with him about Ohio State and life in general. KJ said that Chase gave him some great advice that he'll take with him and apply to his everyday life. He enjoyed being around Coach Day. He enjoyed being around Coach Eliano and Coach Eliano's family. And he said Ohio State has a special place in his heart. He just likes how everyone's so genuine and real there. He feels that other schools that they do so much to impress you and that Ohio State, it just is what it is. And he loves it. He's been to a few games uh, inside the shoes, so he knows what that environment's like. He knows what that environment's like at night. You know, he sees the the program track record, um, and he really fits in with the coaches, culture, and players on the team. You know, his dad, Kai, said that KJ really enjoyed his visit. He said it's getting harder to make a decision every week. The campus coaches, players were all outstanding, and he rated it a 10 out of 10, A+. Then his dad even said he looked good in the scarlet and gray. You know, the coaches laid out a clear plan for how to use him and for him to graduate. So I think that resonated on both ends with his, with his family and with, with KJ. There's so many opportunities outside and after football, uh, his dad Kai mentioned, and he said Ohio State Buckeyes are still a player. Georgia was the leader coming out of the last, first couple visits. Ohio State has been considered the biggest threat to Georgia they are weighing this now moving forward following an, a, another great visit. I think KJ really enjoys Ohio State, enjoys his time there. This was just a reminder of that, uh, getting to spend that much time there this past weekend. Ohio State is is very much in, in – in, they've always been a contender. But now, as we come down the stretch of this recruitment, they are one of the front runners alongside Georgia. I think he'll run it out till the end. What's his plan? No, I think I think that he'll make a decision after he finishes up his official visits here. He's at Florida State this weekend. He's got Alabama coming up. This next, he's got Auburn planned for for the fall. So we'll see what happens. 
we'll see if he takes that Auburn visit. But very interesting. And obviously, K.J. Bolden, you know, he's one of those guys where if the Sunday faxes have all come in and you're waiting for one minute left and his comes in, you take that. You make a, accommodations for it. He's that good. The other guy I find I found interesting, and you mentioned why I found it interesting in the first part of this, that I think sometimes when we talk about alumni and some of that stuff, we may, as fans, trump that up a little bit. But for Dylan Stewart, a guy from the D.C. area, to be at camp and have Chase Young there, a guy from the D.C. area who plays for the Washington football team, whatever they're called, and it's kind of the personification of everything Dylan would want to turn into, I imagine that might have had – a pretty good effect on him and uh, having Larry Johnson doesn't hurt either. No, I think Larry Johnson's the key to this recruitment for Ohio state right now. Dylan Stewart obviously has great respect for Larry Johnson uh, as a man and what he's done in his career. And Dylan Stewart's mom also really likes Larry Johnson. Certainly uh, Ohio state's track record in the DMV of having some really good players come out of that area and, and go on to do good things is is big as well. And 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 teaming up with my colleague Brian Doan here, Ohio State is in a really good spot with Dylan Stewart moving forward too. And I think that there was a lot of time in this process where there was some a, a little bit of just uh are there some other schools that are in better position because of the the era that we're in. But um I think that Ohio State is very much a major contender following another visit to Columbus. Brian Doan has a story breaking down the top contenders after talking to Dylan for 30 minutes or so on the 24-7 sports website. But great time. You talk to people that spent time with with Dylan and his mom on campus this weekend, and they said that they had a fabulous time. And and so Ohio State's a, a real one in this one as well. Sticking with the defensive line, Arguably the most positive vibes about any recruit over the last month has been about Buford, Georgia native Edric Houston, obviously KJ Bolden's teammate. Um, Justice Haynes went to Buford. You've heard me talk on this show constantly about how I feel like Gwinnett County right now is the best county in the country for high school football, player for player. Caden uh, McDonald, Gwinnett County, will be suiting up for your Buckeyes this week, uh, this season. Edric Houston, kind of a defensive end, defensive line hybrid type. He seems super high on the Buckeyes, and you have echoed that sentiment. Yeah, my crystal ball is on Ohio State for Edric Houston right now. I think that as much as any program has prioritized him, you know, Ohio State's recruited him the hardest. Um, you know, they've done a fabulous job of recruiting him. It was a great visit this past weekend. You know, talking to people that spent time with Edric Houston, they feel like Ohio State is the one to beat. Bill Kierlich had a great interview with Edric Houston, which I think confirms that. Sure. But look, well, you know, I thought, I thought Michigan was the team to beat for Aaron Childs till they weren't, you know. But right yeah. now, it's it's uh, all good for Ohio State on the Edric Houston front. I think that they're in fabulous position to ultimately land him. And, you know, schools will – try and chip away at that moving forward. But I like where the Buckeyes stand with Edric Houston. Steve is referring to Aaron Childs, top of the board guy from Michigan, who I believe linebacker recently committed to Florida. Florida making a real surge here. I digress slightly, but uh, 
very impressed with what Billy Napier has done on the recruiting front down there recently. He must have got their NIL right in line. Last year at this time, Ohio State had its hopes super high for three defensive ends. They got zero. So we're getting a little bit of angst on the boards now about this time around and how we're getting our hopes up for these defensive ends and defensive linemen. I've tried to explain that it's different this time around. I think you've done that too, but if you could help me out there a little bit with the board, I appreciate it. Well, I just think that when you're recruiting in these five-star blue chip battles that they don't always go your way, but you got to pick yourself up off the mat and get in there and keep swinging in Ohio state. They have as much to offer a, a, a high profile football prospect as anyone in the country. You know, obviously it starts with the player development on the field, the strength and conditioning, the coaching staff. There's as much pedigree on this coaching staff as about anywhere in America. Ohio State plays in all the biggest games. They're always in contention to win the national championship and their players are always in contention to win the player of the year award for their respective position. Then you talk about what they offer off the field. Uh, the the great campus environment, you know, the great culture in the locker room. Ohio State's a contender for all these guys. And look, re- recruiting isn't for the faint of heart, you know, uh, but uh, you're in it again for all these great players. Kobe Black, another one, five-star corner from Texas that Ohio State's got a real shot at. Um, and, you know, we'll see where the dust settles on the other side. Given all that, why would one want to leave the state of Ohio to play football Yet, that is where we are with two guys who, like I say in every show, you know, Steve can join in. We are legally obligated to comment on the battle for Aaron Scott and Bryce West. A um, lot of chatter on the boards. Uh, depends on what day it is. You, you can get on there and hear that West is favoring Michigan. And you get on there the next day and hear Scott's favoring Michigan. Then you get on there the next day they're favoring Ohio State. Obviously, you have your vibes on how it will turn out, but where are these recruitments right now? If you had to characterize them and then your predictions for the immediate future, I guess. Well, it's obviously down to the two big 10 powerhouses right now for, for both those young men. And uh, for the first time in a while, Michigan's able to kind of go toe for toe with Ohio state on the trail here. So they're a real, they're a real opponent for y'all, for, for guys that you want. Um, Aaron Scott just had a good visit to Michigan. I think that uh, he he uh, really likes Coach Klink, likes their scheme, really likes their strength and conditioning program, um, and, and likes what they've done on the field the last couple of years. And, and he mentioned how close-knit their 2024 recruiting class is and how he fit in um, there as well. And then uh, – um, I just read that comment. That's why I'm smiling. That stuff cracks me up. Go ahead. And, and then, um, yeah, I just spent time with Bryce West out in California. And uh, he basically said it's down to these two. Um, I've never, I've always kind of leaned Ohio State for Bryce West all the way through, not sleeping on Michigan there. You know, he, he loves the culture of Michigan's program too um, and how the coaches and players interact, particularly um, – Aaron Scott told me he's really looking forward to his Ohio State visit this weekend. That was one of my big takeaways from the interview that I had with him about Michigan was just the excitement that he has to get to Ohio State this weekend for his official visit, which will be his last trip before he makes a college decision. And so uh, Bryce West said that he's excited to see what um, Aaron Scott and guys do too. So we'll see. We'll you know, Big weekend coming up here for Ohio State with these guys. 
the crystal ball is on Ohio State for both. I just think Michigan's a legitimate contender, and anyone that acted like this was a downhill recruitment that was leading easily to Columbus, I think Michigan Michigan is, has has certainly been a, a, a worthy opponent on the trail for both of these guys, and and, and uh, there have been people around Aaron Scott that have liked Michigan's chances uh, at times through this process, um, but you know, Ohio State gets the opportunity to get them on campus last, and judging by what Ohio State did this past weekend and how they moved the needle with so many guys. I mean, I think Ohio State had a flawless weekend. We'll see what that means as far as getting commitments go. But they they planned a great weekend, and everyone loved it. You know, uh, they got to run it back. We're going to take a quick break here at the 15-minute mark, pay some podcast bills. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. And we are back. Uh, Steve just commented on Aaron Scott and Bryce West. Um, I just hope my feet are set when uh, the announcement are made because that's gonna that's gonna have some ripple effect on these boards. And I just really hope it works out better for the good guys. Okay, we're going to answer some questions from the peanut gallery here in a bit. But what I really wanted to do is give you a chance to let everybody know what Ohio State's future is like at quarterback because you got the chance to sit down with Aaron Nolan um, out at the Elite 11 in Redondo Beach. Shocker, you drew the Redondo Beach assignment um, for the nice sun and fun that was out there. But you guys were working hard, of course. I've said this many times now. It's become kind of cliche, but <clears throat> he's, uh, Aaron Nolan is one of those guys when you're talking to him that you start to like question how mature you are personally because he's so on point and just comfortable in his own skin and just mature beyond his years. Now that's not totally unheard of for a quarterback, but to combine the two uh, and be a lefty, he's kind of a unique dude finished third. Ironically, Julian Sand and Dylan Rayola finished ahead of him. Julian Sand, the first quarterback Ohio state went after in this class. Dylan Rayola was committed here. And the third-rated guy, according to y'all, is in the fold. If you could let us know what he was like as a guy, um, how he fit in amongst the people, what you thought of him as a quarterback, as deep a dive as you can do for us here would be appreciated. Well, he was fantastic. I mean, he was the guy we thought he would be through for over 4,000 yards en route to a state championship as a junior. And then he went out to the Elite 11 finals and, and showcased all the traits to be one of the best quarterbacks in college football on the next level. You know, he's got a quick release. He's got a strong arm. 
And there were times where, you, where he was, I mean, he was one of the best players on the field most of the weekend, you know? And so, um, uh, in addition to all that, as you guys know, uh, he, he's in, he's got great intangibles. He's a phenomenal, uh, communicator. His people skills are off the charts. I think he's just a genuine guy. He's going to be a great teammate, great leader. You know, I asked him about his Ohio state visit and the highlights of the trip. And one of the highlights of the trip for Aaron Nolan is that he took his sister to the zoo. And now I know that the zoo in Columbus is off the charts because my brother lives in Grove city. Uh, but I've never heard, you know, I've covered recruiting for a long time and asked a lot of people about Ohio state visits in the zoo. It's the first time the zoo came up, you know? And so he's just a, he's just a great kid. Um, and one of his favorite parts was someone else's enjoyment on his official visit this time, his sister and not his own, you know, his, he was enjoying watching someone else have a great time, you know? So he's just, uh, just going to be a great person to have in the locker room and a great ambassador for the program. And on top of all that, he's a hell of a player. And on top of all that, it seems like he's growing. Um, he's measured in a little bigger and I've heard he's filling out a little bit. So you're talking about a guy that's going to fit every, he's going to check every box by the time he gets here. And we couldn't be happier about that and, and more looking forward to it. Like I said, if you have not watched the interview with Josh and Steve and air, it's definitely worth it just to uh, maybe intimidate you as an adult. Let's take some questions here and stick on the quarterback vibe. Another name that uh, everyone is now super familiar with. Mika Hanna asks, and you don't really need to comment on this specifically, but generally, where do you think Tavian Sinclair's ranking will be when all said and done? Meaning, do you feel like he's going to be among you know, the national caliber dudes. We always like to know about that for Ohio guys. Like we said, yeah, this class yeah. is different because we've got two Ohio guys in it. Yeah. I think he's among the top guys in the country talking right. to um, our staff that's seen him live this, this off season and just how much improvement that he's made physically. Um, right. And then talking to college coaches, he's quickly become one of the more coveted guys in 2025 you know, we were able to get him into our top two, four, seven a little early because of some reclassification, that, which opened up a spot. But I would think that he'll be a major riser. Um, I think he'll be a major riser with us when we do our next update. And I love Ohio State's position for him, of course. Mm -hmm. So we'll see what happens with him. Yeah, I'd be real. Ha! That's funny. That's a Grove City reference right there. No offense to your brother. So my brother works in Chillicothe. Go ahead. My brother works in Chillicothe, so he just shoots right on down. I believe uh, your brother is a doctor too, so yeah. shed no tears for the Wilfong fam at holidays. They are not skimping on the turkey. What do you feel about this? Even if I was not a Buckeye fan, but a top defensive back recruit, I would be excited to potentially practice against the best wide receiver room in America. But that's just me. Does that you help? Know, you know what? You know what? I'm glad that came in because Bryce West said that exact same thing Great to me job, over the Rast weekend. Tax. Just didn't have my notes, but yeah, All that's Brass right. Tax is here for you, Steve. That certainly resonates. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Speaking of receivers, did you get a chance to either see or speak to Jeremiah Smith out in California? What did you think of him in person? Good lord, the pictures are. I mean, he looks like a superhero uh, physically. And he's, it seems like there's been a lot of chatter about his visits elsewhere. He's really been singing Ohio State's praises recently. 
What's your thoughts on uh, the number one receiver in the class of 2024? Well, he's always talked highly about Ohio State. And uh, um, so I think the consensus has been that Ohio State, it's going to be tough to flip him from Ohio State. And he reiterated that when I talked to him on Thursday. He said that, look, uh, Ohio, you know, he's confident Ohio State's going to get him to the first round of the NFL draft. And on his last visit, he spent a lot of time with Marvin Harrison Jr., Julian Fleming, and talked to them about their experience at Ohio state in this upcoming season and, and, and things of that nature. And certainly obviously loves coach Hartline coach day had another great visit. I think, um, I, I think Ohio state's in, in fantastic position to, to keep him in the fold. Um, I obviously I've seen him compete several times with my own eyes. He's fantastic. And one of the things he said to me that kind of stood out was, uh, that Ohio State, you know, obviously was telling, you know, pointing to the latest one, Marvin Harrison Jr., but saying that he could be even better than Marv. So, you know, he's uh he's obviously That's good. Yep. He's a fantastic high school football receiver, as good as I've seen in a while. Um, we were talking about who the last at the Elite Eleven finals, who was the last receiver this good. And I don't think anyone could really think of one. So it's funny you say that. When I did this uh, draft thing with someone from Marvin Harrison for next year, um, in fact, CBS did a podcast about that, uh, the Fornelli and those dudes. They went back in the draft and thought, okay, who would be drafted? I mean, who would be considered alongside Marvin Harrison as a draft prospect? They got all the way back to Julio Jones, which was about 10 or 11 years. And if you really think about it, Julio Jones, Jeremiah Smith, Marvin Harrison, they all kind of look the same when you see them in terms of just men above, just studs. Okay, Man, last, go the ahead. Colts are the Colts are going to be so. I just don't feel good about my Colts this year that we might be picking early. We might get another Marvin Harrison around here, which yeah, would not be hurt. too bad. Yeah. Oh man, that would be so cool to get Marvin Harrison in Indianapolis again. Oh my God, that would be awesome. I'd get a jersey. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. I, I don't know. I just something. It's possible. Me, something tells me that it's shaping up that way because it's not like our our receiver room is young. We got maybe Alec Pierce will take a huge step forward. He's obviously very athletic. We're going off the rails here. That's but, all right. Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. to Indianapolis. We we need a dynamic guy that just is an absolute beast at wideout. We don't have one right now in Indianapolis. Okay, last question, and I get this routinely and i'd love for you to comment on it the two guys ohio state is going after from modern day big time um brandon baker and then Xavier brown i believe there was the uh, defensive back is that right yeah i don't okay. know i don't think Xavier brown's gonna end up at ohio state okay, brandon up. baker is the one i want to talk about can mm-hmm. you give me what you know about it i don't want to get my hopes up just because he's that kind of good but when i was at the foundation uh fundraiser i got a chance to talk to justin fry about this guy and one thing i kind of got the vibe from justin fry is once he sets his sights on a dude he's going to be in the mix for it i'm not saying we'll get him but i feel very confident they'll they'll be in the mix what's your vibe on it well i think uh that he had a great official visit to ohio state a couple weekends ago i think the dialogue remains consistent i think ohio state is one of the front runners for brandon baker and he's taking his trips was just at Texas, uh, you know, Oregon's obviously in there. Uh, Georgia is a contender for him. And uh, so once he get wraps up this official visit this weekend, we'll see what happens. 
just remember, if you are the prototype, Brandon Baker is the prototype, much like someone who went here named Paris Johnson Jr. And it comes to draft time, when all else fails, you're going to be picked very, very high. So let's hope Brandon, I mean, Brandon Baker is going to get picked high wherever he goes. Let's hope Ohio State's recent tracker to keep it together. We I appreciate. Thought Colt, I thought the Colts should have took Paris, bailed really? out the quarterback. I just don't know, man. I hope Richardson's the. I hope Richardson's the guy. I know he's talented. I just uh, mm. thought, well, we could have at least shored up tackle with a short thing, and then see what happens at quarterback in next year's draft. And because I just, I don't know, man. We'll see what. I'm happens. not sold. I gotta see it, but. Uh... I got to see it too. We 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 didn't see it at Florida, honestly. And, I mean, and, so, and he uh, rose so much after the season that always makes me a little bit uncomfortable, especially because I had a conversation with Dane Brugler after that game he had. It was at Oregon at Florida, where he just there was a there was a West there was a game early on in the season where he just looked like a superhero. And Dane and I were jesting like they should have the draft tomorrow and pick him first. And Dane like laughed and stuff. And essentially that happened. So. We don't know about Anthony Richardson. We do know about Steve Wolfong bringing the noise. We'll see if we can get him back for next Tuesday. I've got to check the salary cap, but we appreciate him stopping by. Have a good one, Bucknutters. Take care, y'all. See you on the front row.